Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And temperatures are between 28 and 34 degrees, and there might be a touch of fog, too, around the area. Otherwise, just a mainly gray day with a spotty shower or two early afternoon and a better chance of rain for tonight through Friday morning. Temperatures will be a little higher, 55 to 60 degrees today. Rain moves out by noon to 1 p.m. Friday. We'll be left with breezy conditions, but at least dry for your evening plans out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 35 to Pond Circle as well. Annandale, we're at 34. Germantown, we're looking at 36 and holding in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 1259. You're listening to WTOP. WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Thursday morning, February 22nd. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this 1 a.m. hour on WTOP for you. What's happening in the case of the chase involving the stolen Maryland State Highway truck? I'm Kate Ryan. The Sterling Volunteer Fire Company still answering the call following Friday's deadly blast. I'm Dick Iuliano. The gas explosion that destroyed a daycare also forced residents of this nearby Women's Services building to move out. I'm Scott Gelman. Good morning. Welcome at 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. There's some good news for tens of thousands of student loan borrowers. Details from CBS's Nancy Cordes at the White House. About 150,000 Americans who uh, took out student loans on the order of $12,000 or less and have been paying it off for more than 10 years would see the lingering debt simply forgiven. This gets added to hundreds of thousands of other Americans who have already experienced student loan forgiveness because they qualified in other ways. We've learned that President Biden is considering using powers granted to presidents under a law passed in 1952 to limit immigration. CBS's Bo Erickson reports from the White House. President Biden could announce limits on the asylum process, representing a sharp policy change for the president as Mr. Biden campaigned on restoring the process. Sources tell CBS News these asylum limits are still being debated at the White House. However, if these asylum changes are enacted, these restrictions would likely face operational and legal challenges. The president could sign the executive order in the next two weeks. Most of the country's estimated 8.5 million diabetics rely on insulin to survive. Although recent changes cap the cost at $35 a month, many diabetics don't qualify, says CBS's Roxana Saberi. She spoke with Tara Gray, whose daughter is dependent on his insulin. I think I just sat there like, (laughs) not medically necessary. This is her heir. But families on the Facebook group that she runs for diabetes patients gave her a tip. She could download a coupon to lower the monthly price from $600 to $99. My worry for the future of coupons uh, would be that they go away. A senior Boeing executive is leaving the company after a hole was blown in the side of one of its 737 MAX jets mid-flight last month. More from CBS's Chris Van Cleve. This is the first time we've seen Boeing shuffle its leadership team since the incident and the first executive to be departing Boeing in the wake of it. Civil rights lawyer Ben Crump has presented two new witnesses in the investigation of the murder of civil rights leader Malcolm X 59 years ago. They have been fighting to get to the truth, to finally hold NYPD and the federal agencies responsible for a conspiracy 
to assassinate their father, Malcolm X. Crump says the two men were part of Malcolm X's security detail and their arrests cleared the way for him to be shot and killed in New York City. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 103. Thursday morning, February 22nd, 2024. Welcome in this early 1 a.m. hour. Increasing clouds as we roll towards daybreak by dawn. Veronica says the low should be 28 to 34. 36 in Washington right now. Good Thursday morning to you. Glad you're with us this early morning. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning. We have the latest is where we begin the ride this hour on a wild chase locally. Last Friday is when it happened. That had police then trying to corral a stolen Maryland State Highway Administration truck. Police and prosecutors locally in Prince George's and Montgomery counties are working on the case this morning. WTOP's Kate Ryan updates us, tells us the suspect is facing some charges with more likely to come. 27-year-old Flavio Cesar Lanusa of Laurel is still in the hospital. He's the man Maryland State Police identified as the driver of the stolen Maryland State Highway chart truck Friday night. Maryland electronic court records show Lanusa faces more than a dozen traffic violations from reckless driving to not wearing a seatbelt connected to that chase that had police trailing him from Greenbelt to Montgomery County, where he was taken into custody Friday night. During the course of the chase, 13 cars, police and civilian, were struck, according to police. The investigation still underway. Pending charges could include first-degree assault along with the theft of the truck. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News Time 104. Only hours after that chaos on the roads Friday night, there was another disaster you may remember in a different part of our area that night. It is still not clear this morning what caused a deadly house explosion in Sterling locally. A volunteer firefighter was killed that night. Nine firefighters in all with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company in Loudoun County were also injured during that house explosion last week. The fire company has been hit hard by the deaths of volunteer firefighter Trevor Brown and the volunteers made up most of the injured in the blast. But Loudoun County Fire Chief Keith Johnson says the work goes on because career and volunteer firefighters work hand in hand. We have career staff in every single fire station, both career and volunteer stations in Loudoun County. The volunteer fire company works out of the Sterling Park and Cascade fire stations. We staff all stations during the day. Sterling will come in. There's a mixture of career and volunteers that staff their station at night. The fire marshal has completed gathering evidence at the scene of the house explosion and is continuing the investigation. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP Thursday morning at 105. Meantime, about a month ago, a gas explosion locally in southeast D.C. destroyed a daycare center. It also badly damaged a nearby building where people work to help women experiencing homelessness. Now it is unclear this morning when that facility will be ready to house people again. Some of the windows are covered and parts of the walls have been removed here at Calvary Women's Services Good Hope Building in Southeast. When there's water damage and smoke damage, uh, you you pull up drywall, you pull up flooring, uh, you pull out windows, you have to replace doors. Chris Thompson is Calvary's CEO. We had water damage into our lower level um, of our building, as well as smoke damage. The 30 people who were here at the time got out safely, but the building can't be used. The organization supports women 
and experiencing homelessness. An event like this certainly makes it feel like we're uh, putting folks on a bit of a sidetrack. The group doesn't know how much the repairs will cost or how long they'll take. They're launching a fundraiser and moving women from here to their other locations. In Southeast D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 106. Across the country, threats against election officials and their immediate family members are on the rise these days. Maryland lawmakers are now to that end considering legislation on the issue that we are told would make threaten, threatening an election official a misdemeanor. It would be punishable by up to three years or a fine of up to 2500 Governor Wes Moore supports the legislation. At a bill hearing this week, the vice president of the Maryland Association of Elections and Elections Officials testified about her experience being threatened during the 2022 election and how they're struggling to hire election judges right now and fill vacancies in their office offices because of this type of situation. Now, bill supporters are recommending accelerating when the bill would actually take effect so it would be law in time for Maryland's May 14th primary. Stay tuned. WTOP this early morning. Former Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan surprised a lot of people recently by announcing officially his bid for Senate, including state Democrats. And while Hogan has had a cordial relationship with current Maryland Governor Wes Moore, Moore is apparently leading the attack now on Hogan's record. This morning, Axios congressional reporter Stephen Newcomb joins us to offer his analysis right now on why Moore is weighing in on the Senate race. Governor Moore is a a staunch ally of President Biden. He is seen as a a future star in the party, a rising star in the party. And his priority is to protect the Democrats' majority in the U.S. Senate and and help uh, President Biden with his reelection campaign. So first and foremost, they're going to do what they can to to fortify the, the positions of each of their party. A poll released just last week by Emerson shows that Hogan tied with is tied with Democratic Congressman David Trone and leading Democratic Prince George's County Exec Angela Also Brooks. All are battling for retiring Democratic Senator Ben Cardin's seat. Good morning, welcome into WTOP at 108. Back over to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you very much, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Uh, A lot of work zones in Virginia have just been cleared by uh, VDOT, waiting to see if they reassign uh, these locations. But right now, a lot of stuff has been cleared, including everything that was reported on the Beltway between the American Legion Bridge, heading all the way to the Wilson Bridge. All that has been cleared. Work zones inside the Beltway on 66, both sides, between the Roosevelt Bridge and Falls Church. All of that is now reported cleared. Earlier work zones up and down 395 had been cleared a while ago, and that work zone on southbound 95 approaching Lorton Road south of uh, the Fairfax County Parkway now sitting over in the far right shoulder though it does look like it is crowding that far right travel lane but traffic is getting by to the left without difficulty there are no reported uh, work zones on northbound 95 north of the Occoquan Tree Springfield but down in the Fredericksburg area about a mile or so north of US 17 Warrington Road we've got new road construction activity where the left lane is blocked and also on northbound 95 down in Fredericksburg right around 
around US 1 near US 17 Mills Drive. We've got reports that the center line right lane on right shoulder blocked, but this activity not causing any delays. And you're not going to find any worries in Maryland on the Beltway with all lanes clear. The only work zone we're seeing is in uh, the top side of Montgomery County near Cabin John Parkway. The report is the right lane is blocked. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Clouds have been increasing. We'll have mostly cloudy to cloudy skies here on your Thursday. And while there could be a spotty shower late morning to early afternoon, your best chance of rain will be your Thursday overnight through Friday morning. Temperatures starting out between 28 and 34 degrees. We'll have afternoon temperatures between 55 and 60. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 35 degrees to Pond Circle, 34 Germantown, 35 Annandale. We're at 36 and holding in our nation's capital brought to you this time around on WTLP this early morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Time now to check your money news with Jeff on WTOP this morning. Beyond Meat is trying to revive sales. It has reworked a version of its plant-based burgers with less sodium and less saturated fat. Reagan National had a record 25.5 million passengers last year. Dulles set a record for international travelers. Ginya Ramen Bar is opening in Georgetown and Union Market. That makes eight here. Ginya opened its first East Coast restaurant in Fairfax. The Dow gained 48 Wednesday. The Nasdaq lost 50. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And checking overseas this morning, Asian stocks mainly higher this 1 a.m. hour. At this check, the Nikkei is up by 868 points, a little better than that, in fact. Kospi is up 10. The Hang Seng is up 125. The Shanghai this morning up 22. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. We all have autocorrect on our computers. But your drive home can have autocorrect, too. With WTOP traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. Delays building rapidly on I-95 through Fredericksburg. And Sean Anderson and Ann Kramer with all the news you missed while at work. We can't help you if you accidentally hit reply all on that feisty email response. (gasps) Oh, no. But we can help you get home sooner and safely. Afternoons from 2 to 7 on WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. Time now is 1.13. Welcome in Thursday morning. This is WTOP News. If you have student loans to pay these days, you should check the mail. Now, actually more than 150,000 people we've learned this week will get an email from the Biden administration telling them their student loan debt has been forgiven. During his speech this week in Culver City, California, out west, President Joe Biden touched on the high stakes that borrowers face right now. While a college degree is still a ticket to a better life, that ticket is too expensive. And too many Americans are still saddled with unsustainable debt in exchange for a college degree. The White House says this morning that Mr. Biden has now canceled $138 billion of student debt for almost 3.9 million borrowers. This morning, Daniel Douglas Gabriel, the national higher education reporter for The Washington Post, joins us to explain how this relief plan will work. So for people who are enrolled in the president's latest income-driven repayment plan named SAVE, If they borrowed less than $12,000, originally borrowed less than $12,000, that is, they are eligible for this relief. 
The Department of Education has identified these borrowers in this first wave, but they believe that there are other people who may be eligible. So next week, they are actually going to reach out to people who meet that criteria and encourage them to enroll in the savings plan so they can take advantage of this benefit. Danielle, less than 12,000 seems like a smaller number. We were all thinking maybe it was larger than that. Does that seem odd to you or is that really what the average has been? Well, I think the point here is the targeted relief. So there are a lot of people who go to community colleges who borrow small amounts of money. There are also a lot of people who end up defaulting or become delinquent on their loans, and they typically have smaller balances. A part of that is because they started college but didn't finish, dropped out without getting the credential needed to really pay back the debt. So this approach really tries to get at the folks who are perhaps most in crisis with their student loans. What's the advice for student loan borrowers who hope that they might get some relief here and maybe they think they might qualify for this program? Certainly enroll and save. I mean, that is one of the surefire ways to take advantage of this. But I would also say that even if you borrowed more than $12,000, the overall kind of path to forgiveness and save is a lot shorter than lots of the other repayment programs. And so it, it's worth looking at. This isn't right for everybody. There are people that I've spoken with who did not have lower payments on this plan than some of the other ones, but it's worth giving it a shot just to see. Danielle, are we finished? Will save be the last of this? Or do you think the president's got more up his sleeve to try and give more relief? I mean, (laughs) considering the amount of emails I've had from the White House and Department in the last several months touting all this incremental debt relief, I don't think this is the last. You know, this is a really strategic approach in using existing programs that just didn't work. Biden has come in, really kind of expanded some of those programs, cleaned them up in a lot of ways. And that's how he's delivering this relief. It's actually a much firmer legal footing to do this than what we saw go before the Supreme Court last year. So I think borrowers will see more of this action in the coming months. Danielle Douglas Gabriel, national higher education reporter for The Washington Post on WTLP, talking with Sean and Ann. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following on WTLP this early hour. Days after Alabama's Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos are in fact children, a major hospital in the state pauses IVF treatment and recapping. President Joe Biden has canceled another $1.2 billion of student loan debt. We'll have more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Your workday, you probably hear more than enough nonsense. So you'll like listening to Sean Anderson and Ann Kramer on your drive home. You'll get the latest local news from a source you can trust. An update now on a story we've been following all day. Breaking news from Alexandria. And traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. At the end of the day, you'll arrive home safe, sound, and in full possession of your sanity. Afternoons from 2 to 7 on WTOP News. Facts matter. Working on the night. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Tell me right up on WTOP this half hour. Why payday has become an adventure for one local school system. I'm John Doman. Good morning. Welcome in to WTOP. Time now is one seventeen. A look at Chrysler's future. 
This is Jeff Gilbert with the Car Chronicles. Chrysler brand chief Chris Fuel showing off the Halcyon. It's a concept electric sedan that can drive itself, has other technology, and a brand new design. You see a stunning exterior design with really clean aerodynamic lines with advanced technology and a battery electric system that conceivably could deliver unlimited range. Through wireless charging, possibly embedded in streets, the Halcyon uses advanced batteries, it has augmented reality, it is generally a look forward. Next year is when you have your first electric vehicle, which you've said is going to be a crossover. When we see that, will we go, yeah, I got a tease of that on the Halcyon? Yes, you will. You will see a number of similarities. Chrysler's long-term plan is to be an all-electric brand. With the Car Chronicles, I'm Jeff Gilbert, CBS News. Uh, Thursday morning, February 22nd. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. Time now is 1.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning first to Ken Berger in the WTLP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you, Dean. As expected, they uh, re uh, move, or they moved some of those work zones that were earlier reported cleared, and some of them are now active again. The report is that both directions of the Beltway at the American Legion Bridge, with equipment repair work with uh, lanes blocked on either side of the American Legion Bridge. However, once you cross the bridge into Virginia, uh, they did not restart any of the major work zones, so it looks like a pretty clear ride as you come south of the Dulles Toll Road, past 66, all the way to the Wilson Bridge. They had a work zone on westbound 66 west of US 50 in Fairfax. They did not restart that work zone, at least not yet, so all lanes are clear both sides of 66. Outside the Beltway, between uh, the Beltway and Front Royal, inside the Beltway, they uh, started up the traffic engineering again at the Roosevelt Bridge. It's reported to be in the right lane on the eastbound and westbound sides, and then right around Spout Run Parkway, eastbound 66. One lane still getting by that work zone. Glebe Road, both directions closed between Chain Bridge Road and Military Road because of the road work. In Maryland that the Bay Bridge eastbound span closed to a operations on the westbound span Route 50 getting to the Bay Bridge from Washington clear on the Capitol Beltway in Washington and Prince George's County. No reported work zones. There is a mobile reported closure in the right lane of the Adeloupe topside in Montgomery County heading over to Wisconsin Avenue then the Adeloupe near Cabin John Parkway right lane reported blocked. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Our high temperature on Wednesday up to 50 degrees. Today, I'm forecasting 55 to 56 degrees for the afternoon. Temperatures definitely higher. However, mostly cloudy skies expected today, mainly even overcast at times, with a shower or two for the afternoon and a better chance of rain coming your way tonight through Friday morning. It's all associated with the next weather maker. So you're 55 to 60 for a high temperature range throughout the area today and just as mild for Friday as the rain ends and skies clear. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we are looking at 33 degrees in Alexandria. Alexandria that is a bit of a chill this early Thursday morning. 36 Penn Quarter 31 Columbia. We're at 36 and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on WTLP early Thursday morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted. Same day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. The most powerful people in the world. Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. Need a daily intelligence briefing. Because their job isn't easy, and neither is yours. Come on, kids. Time to go. 
I'm going to be late for that meeting. Get your daily intelligence briefing from John Aaron and Michelle Bash. The day's most important local news stories and traffic and weather every 10 minutes on the 8th. Weekday mornings starting at 5. On WTOP News. Facts matter. It's February 22nd. Welcome to this Thursday morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 121. This is WTOP News. An Ashburn man locally has a warrant out for his arrest this morning, apparently in connection to a Valentine's Day murder. Police say in this case they're looking for Rashawn Owens. He's accused this morning of shooting and killing a 19-year-old Sterling man in the parking lot of an Ashburn apartment complex. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office identifies the victim as Michael Dandridge Carter. Owens is charged in the case with second-degree murder and attempted murder. Anyone with info is being asked to contact the sheriff's office as soon as possible. Police arrested a 19-year-old and a 14-year-old in connection with a break-in of a secret service vehicle that was used by President Joe Biden's granddaughter, Naomi Biden. According to the Washington Post, it was parked at that time outside a Georgetown residence. That was back in November when this happened. A secret service agent fired at a getaway vehicle that nearly hit the agent during the incident that night of November 12th. According to the authorities and an arrest affidavit in the case, no one was struck, luckily. The arrest came after authorities said a D.C. officer found the getaway car, a stolen red Toyota Corolla, abandoned in the 16th Street Heights area. Inside were items, they say, taken from the Secret Service vehicle, including a protective vest, night vision goggles, and a first aid bag, along with a computer router. There are growing frustrations these days, apparently, and complaints locally in the Prince George's County school system over the issue of paychecks. Those who work for the school system say this morning... It is no guarantee they're being paid what they're supposed to be. More than 350 employees in Local 2250, a union who represents those who work in school operations, got paid essentially double what they were supposed to one day last summer. I guess it's like a loan, but it's a loan that I didn't even ask for. Since the fall, Stanley Brown's been getting money docked from his check while the schools recoup the overpayment. But he and Tarita McCoy say the school system is taking back the gross payment, not just what was left after taxes. The tax people get their cut, but you want us to return funds that we don't have. The county says it's stretching out the repayment process to December, not June. But there's also a dispute about whether some transportation workers are allowed to keep their overpayment. John Dome in WTOP News. Let's head out west this Thursday morning. Heard about this, have you? The San Diego Zoo is expected now to get a new pair of giant pandas from China as early as the end of the summer. Officials say if all permits and other requirements are approved, as expected, the zoo would get two bears, a male and a female. The panda program from China has been a long-standing gesture of friendship, as you know, toward the U.S., but as relations between the two nations began to sour, nearly all the iconic bears on loan to U.S. zoos have been sent back. This includes apparently the three pandas that used to live at the Smithsonian National Zoo here at home in the district. Right now, Zoo Atlanta is the only place in the country with pandas. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Commute. Call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. Washington's top news, traffic, and weather, keeping you informed 24-7, 365. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 125 on your Thursday morning and Mr. Rob Woodfork's turn this early hour. 
The Maryland women started their current win streak with a win over Rutgers and extended it to four games with an 81-62 victory over the last place Scarlet Knights in College Park. Cheyenne Sellers near triple-double led the way as Brenda Freeze and the Terps are getting hot at the right time. The Big Ten is brutal. You know, I love where we're at. You know, a terrific response. When you talk about learning, I always say there's winning and, and there's lessons, and we've learned a lot of lessons uh, from some of those earlier losses, and, you know, it's a perfect time to be peaking for March and for postseason. The Maryland men got a Wednesday win without even taking the court as five-star McDonald's All-American big man Derek Queen committed to be a Terp over offers from